You are listening to You Heard It Here Second. New episodes are released on DerekAndSteve.com and on iTunes as well. Just search for Derek and Steve or You Heard It Here Second and make sure to subscribe today. One overtime goes by. Awesome. Two overtimes goes by. Wow, this is crazy. Derek and Steve present... Three goes by, four goes by, five goes by, six goes by. I need to get out of here. Like, we need to go home. Seven goes by. Well, I want to go to bed. Guys, look. Pay-per-view event. Patriots and Colts. Like, this is going to be sick. I know the Eagles won the Super Bowl, but Pats and Colts, baby. Like, Brady and Manning. Like, let's do it. He'd be like, well, like, do you think you have what it takes to beat Tiger Woods? And Phil would go, easiest nine mil I ever made. You heard it here second. Hello and welcome to episode number 120 of You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek alongside Steve. Steve, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Derek. We're back. (laughs) We're back. This is the gift to all the fans, our Christmas gift to the fans. It sure is. It sure is. Um, We've been gone for a long time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I place 100% of the blame on you. I'll take, I can take, I'll, I'll take... I'll take 90, 98% no, you're of gonna the blame. Take, you're going to no, take 100 no, no, and you're going to like it. I, I understand that you placed 100% of the blame on me, and, and that is what you did. I'm saying I accepted 98% of the blame. All right, well, 2% so, of so the, the blame. So it, it, still, it still is on me, but I, haven't, I didn't accept it. Well, I choose to take you to small claims court to determine <laughs> where that 2% of the blame goes. All right, excellent. I will, I will yeah. see you there. See you there. <laughs> um, so episode 120 of You Heard It Here Second. Um, it is our Christmas episode because Christmas is in a few days here. Um, so I think that's going to be our opening drive. You know, what, what do you got planned for Christmas, Steve? I know you're already in school in Florida nowadays, so you don't actually go home as, as big of a travel as you used to for Christmas, but what are your plans? So my plans, um, we're actually doing North Carolina this Christmas. Wow. Uh, the Smoky Mountains. Wow. Um, in a place called Hayesville, I think it's about- the closest airport's about two hours away in Asheville, North Carolina. Wow. Um, which is another like fun young millennial city that everyone's moving to, Ash- Asheville. Yep. Um, but no, it's just a, a aunt and uncle who both retired, moved out there. They literally farm and own chickens, so <laughs> it's going to be an interesting Christmas. Wow. Um, but I'm in charge of the Bloody Marys, so I think okay. I can set everything right on Christmas morning with a few good Bloody Marys. They... They should make a movie about your ascent in the Bloody Mary world. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm like flying <laughs> up the charts. <laughs> like, this is like, I mean, like this is this is a this is a path upward faster than like LeBron James from like sophomore year of high school to first year in the NBA. Oh yeah, like this, this path, is... this upward trend is is high is steeper than that one. I have peaked so fast; it's incredible. <laughs> Um, well, I appreciate you noticing that <laughs> everyone else has noticed it and finds it annoying. You find it fun. So are you going to be in North Carolina on actual Christmas? I will be in North Carolina on actual Christmas. Wow. It's a 10 hour drive. Um, so 10 hours Exciting. in the car with my parents. My mom gets major anxiety from riding in a car, really? especially shotgun. Yep. So I'll have to deal with that for 10 hours. 10 hour. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so that's what I'm looking for. Is it, do you normally go other places for Christmas or will this be a first like Christmas day being not home? Uh, no, we, we travel. You not, travel. Okay. Probably okay. every other year we go yeah. somewhere. I've never had a Christmas family. day, not at home. Really? Not once. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's kind of like a, an adventure. Like Christmas yeah. means a bit more because it's different. Right, it's different. Yeah, it has its yeah. unique stamp. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Um, and I want to ask you what you're doing, and if you and/or your brother will be wearing the same thing they did last Christmas, because I remember what they were wearing. Oh man, I don't know if I I remember. Hold on. Um, 
You remember what my brother was wearing? I must have sent I a did. Snapchat, and I don't remember what it was. You did. Uh, your brother was your brother was wearing that Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh shirt yes, yes, Christmas yes. That's morning. right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Because right, we had just. That's right. I remember that now. Uh, I don't think I'll be wearing that because I think that is is in one of my drawers here at my apartment, and I doubt it's going to make it home with me. But Why not? but well, I just maybe maybe I'll go out of my way to do so. But my brother could <laughs> be wearing it, a, it. Make it a Christmas tradition. It's a very comfortable <laughs> shirt, so. It is very possible that he's wearing it. Um, you need more Christmas traditions, Derek, and wearing <laughs> Tampa Bay Bucks t-shirt. I'm a, I'll run that one by the board. So, um, uh, my Christmas plans are are very similar to always. Like I said, our, my my Christmases are always at home. So I'll be home at my parents' house, and then uh, heading to my cousin's uh, house for Christmas night is the way we do it out in Foxborough. Uh, speaking of Foxborough, I will be going to the Patriots game. I think. Uh, my aunt is getting us tickets for Christmas like the day early though. So the game is before Christmas. So on the 23rd. So I think I'll be doing that. I haven't been to a Pats game this year. When was the um, last time that you saw the Patriots lose at home? Um, that I mean that you I, went to. I don't know if I want to answer this because because uh, I think that you you'll get mad at me for it. I will get mad. But, so don't I okay. I will not answer it. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'll just assume it's, it's going to be correct. <laughs> Um, anyway, so those those are my plans for Christmas. Uh, we will talk about the Patriots in a less good light coming up soon. But um, but yeah, so there's my there's my Christmas plan. So not as adventurous as yours, but uh, nonetheless still cheerful for the holidays. So um, love it. Anything else on Christmas? That's it. Merry Merry Christmas to our fans. Yes. And I guess we'll. This isn't really a Christmas packed episode. No, we have a lot of Christmas uh, activity. Well, we do have some Christmas topics. A little. But- yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we can kick it into sports and then go from there. Yeah, cool. Sounds good. So, uh, without further ado, into sports. The Monster Jam. All right. So, sports. Um, bowl season is upon us. I'll let you kick this one off because you do a bowl pool every year and organize it and everything. And it's back again for whatever year in a row this is. It is not that much. Um, it's probably so. We do a bowl season for. Um, I can't take full credit, so we do a bowl season for for the NCAA college football bowls. Um, but my uncle, my uncle Tall, actually does one with our family and a bunch of friends that actually has over a thousand people or over a hundred people in it. So the the pot's over a thousand bucks. He's been doing that for fifty nine years, and I decided to branch off and do a smaller one because I cannot win with the odds so large. <laughs> um, so we do a smaller one with about twenty three people. Um, I am doing all right. We just pick the winner of every bowl. I think I'm. What am I? Seven and two. One, two, three, it's pretty four, good. five. Six and two. Six and two. Um, you were doing all right until recently. Started three and zero, oh, but yeah, <laughs> started I three and zero. Oh. Um, let's see here. Oh, and you've lost the last four games. You are okay, one, so two. Three you started four and zero. Oh. Four and zero. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you're now four and four. So okay. uh, you're almost it's mathematically it's unlike <laughs> unlike last year though. I remember last year I was actually running a winless record for quite a while. Yeah, you're I, bad. I, at I believe this. so. Well, <laughs> yeah. I was I was good at it that last year if I was trying to not win. That's so. true. You were good at not winning. That's for sure. So, uh, yeah, I'm not the best at picking the bowls. Um, but you do have a two-game swing, and that's the, we'll kind of uh, parlay this into our um, yes. college football talk is who do you have for final predictions for winning? Um, so I'll I'll say that um, the first game, the first uh, um, Cotton Bowl semifinal, is Clemson versus Notre Dame. Yep. 
And the second Orange Bowl semifinal is Alabama versus Oklahoma. Yes. So the, the favorites to win both those games are Clemson beating Notre Dame and Alabama beating Oklahoma. And those are fairly hefty favorites, if I, yes. if I remember correctly, looking Sur- at the Surprisingly sports. big favorites. Yeah. And they should be. The, yeah. Those two teams are way better than the other two and teams. And they have been for several years. <laughs> Correct. So I have both of those teams winning those games, Clemson and Alabama winning. You do not. Who do you I have? I have Clemson beating Notre Dame still. Uh, but I have screw Notre Dame because screw Notre Dame. But I have Oklahoma beating Alabama, and uh, part of me is picking this as a fan. I mean, I want Oklahoma to beat Alabama, but um, I'm just I, I'm really interested to see this off. Like we always talk about wanting to see Alabama go up against like a really high octane offense, and I I just feel like we don't often actually get to see it. Like like we've seen it a couple times, and Alabama has still come out on top in those times. Um, but this feels like a Bama team that's been winning their games by being up by 40 at the half. You know, like Tua, Tua goes crazy. Like there was that whole stat about he hadn't thrown a fourth quarter pass like the whole season, basically. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing if Oklahoma can put the pressure to them early and make them play a competitive but not low scoring defensive game. You know, like, like if, if it's anything like a shootout. Um, also, Tua's got the ankle injury, too. So, so I think he's, mm-hmm. he's a question mark in that regard. And I just am a big Kyler Murray fan when having won the Heisman and like going to play baseball. We were talking about this offline over the weekend. Like just it's that kid, it's ridiculous. Like talk about embarrassment of riches at uh, talent wise. Like he's yeah. he's he's a top MLB draft pick and he's just playing college football for fun and winning Heisman trophies. So uh, I'm a big Oklahoma fan as far as their style of play and everything like that. So I'm rooting for him and I'm picking him to, to well, you, beat both Alabama and then Clemson, which is a big task. So you definitely are picking the underdog here, and, and here's a, a fun fact why. So only one other person picked Oklahoma, not even to win the final, to win but only, the game. to win the game against yeah. Alabama. Only yeah. one other person in the pool besides you did. Do you know who that person is? Uh, John Robertson. No. Then I don't know. Ro- it, is oh. Anne-Marie, it is Anne-Marie Nicholas. Anne-Marie. <laughs> All right. We so got you it. And my mom, you and my mom are both rooting for uh, Oklahoma. Yes, this we weekend. are. We're pulling yeah. for them. And that's where I have my Whenever swing. Whenever they play. That's where I have my swing because if I get that right, that's two points that no one else on the board can get. So. Basically, yeah. Um, and, I, I mean, I have Clemson winning it all. You have Oklahoma winning it all. So, either way, it's, I think this is going to be, for semifinals, not the best matchups. I mean, hopefully they're – I agree. Hopefully – honestly, I, I'm rooting for Oklahoma and I'm rooting for Clemson because I hate Notre Dame. But um, it's pretty – it's a pretty hefty. The spreads are pretty uh, big favorite. for a semifinal. Yeah. yeah, which is crazy. We could we could have a we could have a better matchup, you know, in the semifinals. It's definitely not the the best matchups as far as spread and and underdogs go. But um, but I think the but playoff as a whole has a lot of potential. Yeah, and the final should be good. And if it all goes as planned, and the the favorites win, I think there's going to be some talk of expanding the playoffs because oh, yeah. I think there needs to be a bit more parity within the playoffs. And like yeah. maybe two teams, maybe these two teams get a buy next year or however many, however many years down the road. But that's a, that's a different conversation. Yeah, we, we should consider we should consider in a future episode working in a more significant talk about the playoff because there's so many choices you can go with and like yeah. different formats and ideas. So like that that's a whole thing. But um, I do think that will come onto the table if the playoff goes a certain way this year. So yeah. Um, well, that's it for bowls. I, yep. I, unless you have anything else. No, I think I'm pretty good on that. There's a bunch of bowls. A lot of them are good. A lot of them are not very good. So. <laughs> Um, so uh, yeah. we'll move on to NFL, and I want to introduce this topic. You you got it. You can introduce <laughs> both NFL and NBA today. I'm going to give you that right. treat. So uh, in NFL news, our, our the biggest topic is obviously <laughs> are the Patriots in free fall? Is this the end of the dynasty? And here are some here are some things I've written down. 
back-to-back losses in in kind of heartbreaking fashion. The Steelers yeah. wasn't heartbreaking, but it wasn't a great game. Um, Josh Gordon, your star uh, or, or perennial star, um, is out for uh, announced today. He he got caught either using weed again, and he said he needs to take a break for mental health. I'll let you speak to that because I haven't read too much about it. Um, and also, there's other bad things, I'm sure, right? There has to be. <laughs> there, there, there's got to be, yeah. Right? There has to yeah. be some there infighting. Was a, there was a report today that Tom Brady's playing with a torn MCL. Perfect. Love so it. So perfect. Great. Keep it coming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so what's funny is you've asked me this question, I think, three times on podcasts. <laughs> yeah. And they've gotten... I mean, I mean, I have to, I have to admit, they've gotten more valid as questions yeah. each time. But you know, usually so like, it's usually it's usually it's a joke for the sake of jokes. Yeah. Like, oh, your fans are so spoiled. Does one loss mean the end of the Patriots? Right. The this has a tiny bit of backing. Yeah, but like, I mean, it, like, I think literally probably the year that like the Patriots won that Falcons Super Bowl earlier that year, you I think you asked me after a loss like if they were ever going to win a game again. You know, it's so like, but I think at this stage, and and I'll be brief with this. I think. The there's real cause for concern. Obviously, the Josh Gordon thing is just like on. It has me totally like conflicted about all of it. It's like you want to yeah. be mad at him, but you know his. This is his mental health. If if he got yeah. caught with something again, he's obviously addicted to something badly. Like like if 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 in this situation, the way things were going for him, like had all indications pointed to him doing well. Like he was like he seemed happy. He was producing on the field. Like, so if he can't stay off of whatever substance in that situation, it's like, you just have to feel bad yeah. for that guy. So all of that yeah. on, on the same, on the same side of the coin, it also is a repeat offense by a, by a lot. Yeah. Um, oh, so it's yeah. one of these things where you feel bad for him, but also you're like, you've been given a lot of second chances yeah. in the NFL. Like, so it is a hard line to walk. Well, exactly. That's why yeah. I was interesting, interested to hear your, your thoughts. Yeah. On and like, and it was weird because he, the first thing everybody saw was his tweet that said, I need to, I'm taking my mental health very seriously and I need to take some time off. Like, thank you. And then the thank you to the organization type of thing makes it sound like he's done type of thing. Yeah. And then like 20 minutes later, a report comes out that he's facing a potential suspension for the, for violating terms. And now it's like, okay, well, which is it? Like, cause his, his tweet was like, Hey, like I'm not where I want to be mentally. I'm taking, this is me. I'm stepping away. And yeah. then it's like, Oh, well you're facing a suspension. Maybe that's part of the reason you're stepping away. You know? So mm-hmm. there, there's a, it seemed like it wasn't totally truthful. And I think we'll wait and see what the, the real, the real story comes out. But um, regardless, there's, there's very valid reason to be concerned about the Patriots. Obviously um, I think the Patriots still have the talent to be competing again. And like, you know, so me and Steven, and I talked about this as well offline and um, the, the, the short way I'll put it is yes, the Patriots are not right now the favorite to win the Super Bowl. your team as a fan. That shouldn't be your expectation <laughs> that yeah. your, that your team is the favorite to win the Super Bowl every year. <laughs> that is not what you should expect. <laughs> Um, the, for me, I'm glad that the Patriots are in a position to make another playoff run. I think that teams can, everybody who's in the playoffs can win. This is not the NBA. This is the NFL. Every, all 12 teams that made the playoffs are capable of winning the Super Bowl, in my opinion, in this sport. Um, and so for me, I, you know, sure. I don't feel as good about the Patriots chances as I have in past years, but that's what's fun about being a sports fan is that you get to watch the game and it, anything can happen and it's exciting and suspenseful and all of that. So. That's my quick take on it. Um, yeah. I'm obviously and, and, not feeling up on them, but I, uh, I'm not panicked. Yeah, and and just to piggyback back off that, the Bucks have <laughs> been mathematically eliminated from the playoffs for the 11th straight year. 
Um, so there are worse there are worse things than not getting a first round. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you got you got that right. There are worse things than winning your division and being the three seed in the playoffs. Correct. Unfortunately, so, um, um, I do want to quickly note um, that it does seem like the rest of the NFL is coming yeah. back down to earth. So the teams that were look to be running away with it are no longer um, the teams that look to be uh, kind of trying to figuring it out, like trying to figure it out, have figured it out. And the teams that are bad are going to stay bad. So it looks like th- we are in for a very good yeah, playoffs there's in the good NFL balance. this year. There's real good balance in these playoffs, yeah. I think. So and, and even like you look at a team like the Chargers who are going to who are probably going to finish second in the division be a wild card team they they're probably they're the second best team in the afc really and so you've, you've got low seeds that are going to be good like if pittsburgh sneaks in that's obviously a very formidable team like if the chargers and steelers are five and six in the afc it's like that's a that's a heck of a lineup of teams you have um unlike in years past when you have like the patriots and then like the, the freaking bills are the sixth seed or something you know yeah. so it's like I, I think the teams making the playoffs this year are all qualified and that's going to make it i think uh, paired with the fact there's no runaway that team, I think there. I think it's a great playoffs coming up. Cool. So, uh, any last uh, thoughts on the NFL? I don't have any. Move, moving All on right. to basketball. Well, let's move on to basketball. And um, the opening topic, obviously, everyone's talking about it. Um, are the Celtics in free fall? Is this the end of the Celtics dynasty? Here's some here's some facts to back that up. A loss to the the last place Suns last night. Um, Baines is out. You're you're. All star and Aaron Baines is out, um, and also there are other bad things that I'm sure are also There's happening be. to the Celtics. There's there has be to be yeah. infighting. Um, you know, <laughs> I heard Kyrie Irving's playing on a torn MCL. Yeah, exactly. No, that part. Um, that so, what are your true. what are your thoughts on this? I mean, that's that's more of a joke. The Celtics will be fine. Yeah, They'll make yeah. the playoffs because of my yeah. a middle school basketball team could make the playoffs in the East. <laughs> um, but the Celtics, the Magic do are in not. playoff position right now, aren't they? I, exactly. That's exactly my point. <laughs> um, is that a high school basketball team could make the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, so obviously the Celtics are going to make the playoffs. I, the um, the Celtics. Th- this is coming off what was a really great stretch. They won eight games in a row. They were like they, they rivaled. Like I was reading something that like that eight game stretch was like better than if you took their eight best net rating games from last season. Like their eight top games. That eight game stretch was like just about as good overall. Um, so like they were on fire for those eight games, but then they bounced back with losses to Detroit, which is, you know, Detroit's an okay team on the road. That, that's reasonable. But the Suns' loss is inexcusable. You know, you can't be losing to the Phoenix yeah. Suns at home. Um, that's bad. And so, and I will say, the Suns are, are a fun, young, energetic team, but it, it's not an excuse. Like, you, it, like, sure, if you let them hang around, like, you know, they got Devin Booker, they got some good players on that team. Um, you know, they they can make some shots, but this is, it's a four quarter game. You can't lose a four quarter game to the Phoenix Suns. Um, yeah. so you can lose a couple possessions. Yeah, and you know, you could be down at halftime for all I care. But it's like eventually, you got the players on your team. Like you, you need like Kyrie Irving and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Gordon Hayward. Like these guys need to step up and beat the Phoenix Suns. So, um, those are the type of things that aggravate you a little bit, especially like you said in the Eastern Conference this year. Getting the a top one or two seed is actually important, and I think like because because you, you mentioned anyone can make the playoffs in the East because of how, like that seven eight spot is pretty bad, but realistically the top five or six are actually pretty good. Like you've got like when you got the Raptors, the Pacers, the Celtics, the Sixers with Jimmy Butler, like there, there's some teams that are very dangerous in the top five or six in the East. I disagree. So, 
I mean, danger. I'm not not dangerous for winning the title, but dangerous for winning a playoff series, right? Like, I think if you make the playoffs in the NBA, you want your first round series to be a cakewalk. Like, like you, like you, you need it to be a cakewalk if you want to win the NBA title. You can't be grinding out a seven game first round series. So, um, I think the Celtics need to pick it up sooner than later. I'm not worried about them, but um, but they need to get back to what they were doing in that eight game stretch. So, but Baines is unfortunate. Broke his hand last night. Um, yeah. so he's the best player in the NBA is going to be out for a little while. So <laughs> I know he's, he's an important role player. <laughs> he, he actually he really is. Yeah, he yeah. actually is. So. Um, he's ugly. He's really ugly. <laughs> he's like Kelly Olenek's replacement. He is. He's not as gross as Kelly Olenek. I don't think he's close. Oh, he's you, close. Then you're blind. I think he's close, but he's got an Australian blind, accent either. though. It buys him a few points. Uh, maybe. <laughs> um, well moving on from the NBA, unless you want to say anything else about that. No, NBA, I'm good. I'm good on NBA. It's just a quick hit. Um, I have a fun fact Ooh, about the MLS. Like We're going to talk about soccer. Okay. Um, so I, I don't know if you've read this or not. I haven't yet. Here's a team. of a, This team, apart from all NFL teams, so excluding all of the NFL teams, this soccer team had the highest average attendance of any U.S. pro sports team. Wow. This year, the team's attendance rose to 55,000 55, fans per game um, and had eight games that topped 70,000 fans. Uh, this MLS team's attendance put it in the top 15 most attended pro soccer teams in the world, bigger than Manchester City or um, wow. PSG in, wow. in uh, France. Wow. Um, it, also this year, the team hosted this year's MLS Cup in its own stadium and won. Okay. Who is this team? Okay. Can you name this MLS I, team? So let me – Can I? if I name the city, is that good, is that good enough? Like I don't really know the, the full. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So because I remember seeing something about this city – and how surprising it was that they had such soccer fans. And now I'm also going to use the fact topping 70,000 fans means they play in a big stadium. So that's a good, that's good. So my guess, and this is an a heavily educated guess, and I'm hoping it's right. My guess is that this is Atlanta. You are correct. Let's go. Derek. I remember seeing something that was very surprised. Like Atlanta, people are loving soccer. (laughs) Another fun fact They've only been in the league for two years. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, I remember. At- yeah, Atlanta United. Atlanta United. Um, okay. Yeah. Very creative. So, <laughs> um, and it's a it's an interesting. I mean, I, I have no idea where this where this is coming from. I mean, soccer is not a very well liked sport yeah. in America, and it's this is the most popular team after all NFL teams. Yeah. So it's and in only two years. So I mean, it's got a lot of stuff going for it. There's a new stadium. It's a major metropolitan area. Um, the stadium charges cheap food and drink, so it's mm-hmm. you can it you is, can get on board for for a te- like a team that's not your favorite team. Is it the Falcon Stadium? It is. Okay, yeah. yeah, okay. Benz, uh, I think. D- yeah. I'm just making sure. I, yeah, uh, I was like, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it must be. Um, it's verifying. And um, it's a Atlanta's a kind of a transient state. Like a lot of people move down yep, to the south, yep. similar to Tampa and all these southern state or southern cities. Um, so people usually come down with fandom in football, like people from yeah, Philly and, right. and New England. They just they will never not root for those teams in football and baseball and basketball, whatever. Soccer, they don't really have a team. Right. So right. if you can get fans in the door for a team they've never rooted for it's before, a new team, yeah. And especially diehard fans, like fans from yeah. other places, who are like, I've never been able to root for this team. I'd like to diehard root for a soccer team. Why not the, the place I live? Yeah. Um, so Atlanta's done an excellent job at creating. Um, a fun atmosphere for fans, apparently, and it shows with eight games topping seventy thousand fans. That's yeah. more than every Bucks game this yeah, year. Yeah, that's crazy. I remember Literally. seeing. I remember seeing the thing about their stadium vent, uh, concession contract, which was like they were like, you know what, we're gonna set that bar lower and make people buy, you know, concessions at reasonable prices, and hopefully that sticks and like gets popular and 
ends up paying off in the long run. It so seems to be hopefully, working. It, hopefully it pans out and starts spreading to other stadiums. That'd be great. Yeah, I would love to pay less than $20 for I a beer and a pretzel. I agree. I agree. <laughs> so would I. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's just a fun fact from the MLS. It'll probably be the last time I mention soccer on this podcast. True. Never know. I'm not. I'm not going to be a, a super fan here for for right, MLS, right. but I figured it was a fun. Fact. It sure is. That is a very fun fact. Uh, anything else on sports before we move it on? Nothing else on sports or the MLS, Derek. All righty, perfect. That brings us into half number two, which is pop culture. All right. So, pop culture, uh, we'll get back a little to the holiday theme here. Uh, we got a Christmas gift guide, which you've put down here. Uh, I, I think I'll let you, you want to walk through it and I can comment or, or, or um, however you want to run I'm just it. Gonna, you can add or, or comment on any of these, but cool. I've just got some cool gift ideas that I've been right, searching nice, for this nice. year. Um, a, a very fun, easy gift is metal straws. All right. So, like reusable straws. Yep. Um, I bought a few a while back, and it's such a cool investment. You put them in your curate, or you put them in your little uh, um, koozie, or you put them in like your coffee in the morning, and it keeps it hot or keeps it cold. Um, just a metal straw, is, and it feels cool. It's just cool to drink out of a metal straw, and they're cheap uh, and look fancy. You can buy metal, you can buy gold, you can buy silver, whatever. Wait, so it actually ke- helps to keep it the temperature it is? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh-huh. Um, so I probably wouldn't recommend it hot, Right, right, right. Um, it's probably more for iced drinks. Yeah. Um, but I, I use it for my coffee in the morning, and it's a nice, very, very cool thing. Um, second is an Alexa. Derek, do you have yes. an Alexa? I don't, no, actually. Really? Yeah. Um, I think for your parents. Kids are a little more skeptical. They're like, eh, Alexas are, they don't really do much. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could play music from them, but you could play music from a lot of things nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's probably listening to you and, and gaining a lot of Great information point. about your life. Great point. Um, your parents are like, I want an Alexa. Everyone has an Alexa <laughs> except me. Uh, so your parents will like an Alexa. If yes, you get my parents have an Alexa. They like it. Yeah. Um, so And they could care less about being recorded. Right. Or at least they don't know enough to care. <laughs> um, so Amazon, and they're really cheap. Amazon's desperately trying to yeah, get I, to households. We had a Yankee swap at work. We had a Yankee swap at work today, and someone there was an Echo Dot in the Yankee swap. It was like a $20 limit, Yankee swap, and someone brought an Echo Dot. And they were like, yeah. it was 20 bucks. Like, I got it for sale. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's probably problematic because Amazon wants these things in your house for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, probably to have you buy more Amazon products. Yes. But, um, I could care less if it if it's fun. Yeah, so, true. There you go. Another thing, Keurigs. If you haven't hopped on the Keurig bandwagon about three or four years ago when they got hot, um, they're cheap now. Yeah, they um, are. I've been looking them up. Even like the, like you can get like the really, really uh, basic, basic one for very cheap. Or you can even get the fancy ones for way less Not now. that much, um, yeah. Not that much, um, and they make a and almost every coffee. Uh, yeah, they all have. I don't know. Distributor has Keurig cups now, exactly, so you can buy yeah. whatever you want. And you can uh, you, you can use the the fill your own one too if you really want to, where you can put coffee grinds into like a reusable one. But oh yeah, uh, yeah. Did you are you aware of those? They're 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 pretty not. cool. You you got to clean them and stuff. But like I mean, you can actually use coffee grinds in one of those little. There's like a reusable filter K cup pod thing. So wow, see yeah. there you go. One more reason. The future's crazy. Um, and these two I really like because they allow for a bit of creativity and a bit of a person personality. Um, a Kindle book or a regular book, you can buy someone a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been doing this for my friends. I haven't bought you a book because you never read books, Derek. <laughs> I, w- I, um, would buy, I would but, read a book if you bought me one. 
Yeah, and and the thing is, like, if you buy someone a book, they're probably going to read it or at least consider reading it. Yeah. So you pick something that you think reflects their personality. Like, do you buy them a nonfiction book? Do you buy them a fiction book? Do you buy them, like, a, a business book? And, that like, something that you... You kind of take their personality and try to find a book that matches it. Yeah. So it's kind of a fun personal Interesting. gift. Interesting. Um, I've done that for a few people, and it's well-received. Um, similar thing for Funky Socks. I like this one. This um, is a good, and this I've gotten you socks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I got you some mountain socks. Pineapples. You've gotten some Bruin socks. Pineapples just because I thought they were fun. <laughs> um, but you can... Try to, you can do the same for socks now because they make right. tons of crazy socks. Yeah. Just pick someone's personality, try to find a sock that matches it, um, and and go from there. Right. Um, and have you heard of the last? You you know Birchbox. Yeah, yeah, one. Birchbox. Uh, yeah, I, I've I you I think you got me that once, and my aunt also got me that last year for Christmas for a full year. So I've I've got I've had Birchbox for a, a while now. I think I'll I won't have it this coming year, but um, it's good. I mean, like. I think after a while, it's like I, I kind of see diminishing value from it. But I think for mm-hmm. a while, it's it's really cool because you get all these smaller sample like cosmetics and you know moisturizers and really whatever you know grooming stuff you choose. Like you can fill out your profile on the website, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's more about the recurring gift. Yeah. So it's a it's yeah. a subscription. So you pay a one time fee, and every month a little box comes, and it feels like they get twelve separate gifts. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is nice. And a similar thing that I found, and this is. Um, kind of out there, but if for, for people who like writing letters or who like letterhead or, or enjoy writing, um, a nice it's called Nicely Noted. Um, it's a s- subscription. Okay. You pay, uh, I think similar to Birchbox, you pay a, like 100 up front or whatever it is, and they get a box full of um, letterhead and really cute hmm. cards and like just really like hand, hand-painted or hand-pressed notepads and things that, things that like a writer would really yeah, like. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, and it's a cool little gift because it's very, very unique. It's not right. just like, oh, I have to write a thank you note. Let me get a pack of 60 thank you notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I have a thank you note. Let me pick like this funky, goofy one that this person will really like. Or let me, let me, right. I haven't heard, I haven't talked to this person in a while. Let me write them a letter on this, this nice note pad or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's a really nice gift for the writer in your family. Interesting. Cool. If you have any of those, Derek. Good to know. I don't think I do, but I, I got, I'll keep that one in mind for people that are writers because that sounds pretty cool. And do you have anything to add? Because that's all I've. I've uh, you know, I don't think so. Um, the, I guess the one thing I'll add—it's kind of late for this now—but um, I mentioned to Steve before, Fanatics is great now. Like, like uh, for for this for any sports fans you have, like Fanatics has so much crap on there. It's like like I <laughs> I, I thought that it used to be like kind of off-brand stuff or or like kind of not officially licensed with those leagues, but I think they have become that in the last couple of years. Like all the stuff is very legit and like the not like cheap quality or anything and they have huge sales during holidays and stuff um so it's probably a little late to get stuff shipped now with christmas only a couple days away but um if you're getting any later gifts or like you're doing some shopping post christmas fanatics has had great sales um that's probably that's that's probably the only thing i would add to the list for now i'm sure i could think of more but haven't really haven't thought of them so cool well that's your guide for any last minute christmas shopping i know it's very very last minute but um, there it is. You can you can re-listen to that and order whatever you'd like. Um, but those are very good gifts in in our opinion. There you go. Excellent, excellent yeah. recommendations there. Um, brings us to our next topic, which is a cozy book corner, I believe. Correct. All right. All right. The this 
edition of Cozy Book Corner is uh, The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. Mm. Have you heard of this book, Derek? No, I haven't. So this um, was shortlisted for Goodreads Mystery of the Year. It didn't win, but it was up there with the best of them. Okay. Um, it was really, really good. Have you read an Agatha Christie novel? Uh, no. It's like the, the classic mystery novel. It's like 12 people on a desert island. They die one night after the other, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so it's like that mixed with um, like some sci-fi elements. So basically this, this one guy wakes up in, the, in a different character's body every day and has to solve a murder. So in the first, first body, he's obviously very confused. He's like, what am I doing? Who am I? Blah, 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 blah. Second body, he's like getting it. Third and fourth, he's like, all right, this is a game that I have to figure out. And then right. like by the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh and a half, is very intense. Like he hmm. he no, he sees his like former bodies running around, and he has to make sure that they wow. do stuff or don't do stuff. Um, so it's very very trippy, um, really well written. Um, it's a debut model uh, debut debut novel by Stuart Tartan. Um, if you like mysteries, you can't go wrong with this. Um, it's very very good, and I gave it uh, the seven and a half deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. I give eighty five and a half Steve Nicholas avocados. Eighty five and a half. That's pretty good. Right. Pretty good. Is that certified? Uh, it. I actually had an internal debate on whether it was certified <laughs> guac or not. I really did. I, I and I chose no. Okay. Because I felt like eighty-five and a half was too low to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's but fair. in terms of books that I would consider certified guac, it's kind of right up there. Right. So you're recommending it, but it just it's it's a formality. It doesn't have the label, but it's correct. Like, it's yeah. it's it's pretty much as good as it needs to be. Correct. It is. It is a. I recommend it, especially if you like mysteries. It is. All right. And very, very unique and and well written. Just overall, very good. The ending cool. is kind of what did it for me. I didn't want to. If it blew me away, if it just not, if it just floored me, it would be high nineties certified guac. Right. Right. But wow. Okay. This book relied heavily on the ending, and it was it just didn't. It was good enough. It was good enough. Okay. Didn't blow you yeah. away. Are you gonna cool. read it, Derek? I might read it. No, you um, won't. Maybe I'll buy it's it. On, for it's you. on my short list. I'll say that. <laughs> Well, there, yeah, there's not many on your short list. <laughs> every, every cozy book corner we do is always on your short list. <laughs> that, that's fair. That's a fair criticism. I can't wait for the day you do a cozy book corner. I, I, I know. I should have done it. With, it's always uh, me. Redemption Road. I should have done. Should have done. Yeah, like three years yeah. ago. I actually did. I think I did review that, but I it wasn't. What cozy book corner didn't exist yet. So. Well. Um. So there, there's your cozy book corner for episode 120. Our last topic is. Uh, an annual tradition that went off without a hitch for the ninth straight year. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Rager. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Rager. Ninth annual. Um, last weekend I was in Boston with Derek and the whole crew. Yep. Um, I, I agree. It went off without a hitch. We rented a room this year. Yeah. Which was new for us, so I think that went well. Very new. Um, we cleaned up, which cleaned was up new. Before the party, like <laughs> at the end of the party, before leaving, it's like clean up. You know, that's a yeah. very adult thing. I think it's a good it's a good drunk thing to do because you. Don't it was really actually yeah. It worked well actually. It was it, it was a, a huge bystander effect of like people around me are cleaning up. I'm an adult. I'm at a party. Yeah. I need to clean up. That's that yeah. was like that propagated throughout the entire party. So it was it was good. What was your what was your favorite and least favorite thing about the party? Uh, my favorite and least favorite thing about the party. Um, my so my least favorite part was definitely the after party scene true um yeah. which we had very little luck at the bars around the garden for whatever reason because there was a celtic scan that night um so that was that was a difficulty um 
it's hard to pick a favorite part among the entire, you know, part of the actual venue that we had. I thought, I thought yeah. it was great. I, I think my favorite part was, um, really anytime making drinks. I think that's always a fun part, you know, mm-hmm. make, making your drink and then kind of like trying everyone else's drink that we have the, the hosts. So yeah. I, I would, I would wrap that up and say that was my favorite part. even though that kind of spans the whole time. That's so. good. Um, my least favorite part and favorite part, but my least favorite part was the, um, smaller guest list. We had to kind of keep it very yeah, tight true, this true. year. Not that it made too much of a difference, but, um, usually we just like to open it up to everyone, everyone's friends, everyone's girlfriends or boyfriends or whatever. Right. Right. Um, but we had to keep it very tight cause it was a, it was a space that had, had a limit. Um, but my favorite part, my favorite part of every Rudolph is we didn't really have it this year, but um, there's a part when we all finish our drinks and cheers and kind of wait for people to show up. Yeah, um, yeah. But my second favorite part is once everyone in the room has had like two of the four drinks and start to realize how alcoholic they are. Like they're very <laughs> yeah. strong and they're, they're well made, so you don't really feel it. Yeah. And so about an hour after like your first drink, everyone starts going like, you know, I'm pretty buzzed. Like this, yeah. this is hitting me harder than I thought it would, blah, blah, blah. Because <laughs> there's a lot of sugar. There's a lot of alcohol. There's a lot of, uh, I don't know, just it's just like a festive event. So you start to get that yeah. like excitement drunk. Um, and that's when the party gets really, really fun. Once people just start like getting really jolly. I think that's uh, and the... Then they st- and then they still have two more drinks to try. Right. That's the right numbers once they've tried two. I think once they've tried two, that's when it hits the point of like, okay, now I realize what this is, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it, it becomes because it's always a fit, quote unquote fancier event. Like we yeah. we play Christmas music and dress up and kind of host it, and then two drinks in, people are like, no, this is a party. We're partying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. ninth annual went went off without a hitch. And, I cannot uh, wait for tenth. We got to do ten, something. Ten's going to be even crazier. So gotta definitely, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, we got to scale up ten. So um, so that's that. Anything else on Rudolph or on pop culture or anything else? No, no, just Merry Christmas to all and to all a final drive. Absolutely. So I just uh, made that up. Just that there. was that was great. That was great. Um, the, yeah, the final. This is like the final sleigh ride for this episode. Kind of like instead of a drive, you know. Don't don't push it. Don't I, push I don't know. Well, you know, I, yeah. I like it, it, was, it. I trust me. I like it. it. it was, I see where you're trying to go. You know, but I, I hear you. I hear you. We want to go first. Or you want to go second. Um, I want to go second oh i had no idea okay so um so i'll go first uh i had this on my list for the last podcast uh and then i actually flipped to a different topic for my final drive so uh this isn't super new or anything but uh i tend to whenever i get a video game which i don't get video games too frequently but i'll give them a review when i have them and so i've had call of duty black ops 4 the newest call of duty for a couple probably a month or so now um i haven't had a call of duty game since like probably in college or maybe right after college I might have gotten one of them but uh, this is like the best way I can describe this game Black Ops 4 is that it is a perfect blend of the game that everyone our age fell in love with in college which was uh, Modern Warfare 2 if I I have that correct it is that game like I mean you will instantly be brought back to that game in fact even some of the maps are the same they brought back maps from that game um it's that game, but it's with the modern, you know, graphics with the modern uh, gameplay things that you want, and also then just some tweaks to it, you know, that that are enhancements. I would say. Um, now I've really only played the online multiplayer mode, uh, so you know, for for that mode, I'll say total perfect blend of old and new is, is the way I would put it. Um, the other thing of note, which is very interesting to me, 
is that there is another mode in this game called Blackout, and it is online, and it literally is Fortnite. Like, oh yeah, like, I've like heard it, about it's, that. It's just Fortnite, but it's Call of Duty. So I don't know where, I don't know whether that infringes on any rights or not, but it is the same thing. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a hundred players, and everyone's on their own. They find guns. They get closed in by a storm circle it's even that to that point of yeah. the same thing so uh it's a really it's it, if you like call of duty like like myself like the actual just game mechanism and game engine of call of duty more than Fortnite, then it's a, it might be a good mode for you because it's kind of the same thing but in your comfort zone um so there you go i uh if i had to give it a rating i would probably give black ops 4 uh as a video game probably a 92 so i'll say it's wow. certi- certified battaglia colada I have two there quick questions because yep. I'm interested in it. Sure. Um, have you played the zombies mode yet? Not yet. No. Although I, I've I've played a glimpse of zombies in the blackout mode. There is a that's kind of a longer explanation, but there is a way that you can do zombies within the blackout mode. But okay. I haven't I haven't played the zombie game mode. Second question: Do your friends have it? Do all your a couple friends have it? a few of my several of my friends on PS4 have it? Yes. Because the best Call of Duty experience of all time is playing online with you like on the yes same squad. and i've done that a few times which is and it is great um okay. i haven't done it as a full squad yet like we're like six i think it's six teams of six in most of the game modes i haven't done that but i've had at least like three in a party on the same team and it is definitely fun like it's cool. it's very cool so Dope. um okay my final drive is a TV show on Netflix. I don't know if you've heard of this, Derek. Have you? Shit's Creek. Language, Steven. Language. <laughs> yeah. You're planning that for a while. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I have not heard of it. Shit is spelled S-H or S-C-H-I-T-T-S. So it's a person's last name. Yeah. Um, it's a really funny show. It takes a couple episodes to get into, and it may not be for everyone. Um, but I'm really enjoying it. Four seasons in, I'm fi- I, I don't want to say I'm finally like enjoying it to the point where I'll like watch it one after the other um but it's a nice fun goofy comedy um if you got nothing else going on i i recommend checking it out um they're really short episodes they're like 20 minutes um the family members are all really unique and quirky um mm. and it's very um what's the word i'm looking for kind of like amplified like their their personality okay. traits are amplified so it's Everyone is really dramatic, and it's just a, a goofy time. It's about a super mega rich family, like a mansion with tons of butlers, and like mm. just richer than your wildest dreams. And spoiled, um, they lose all their wealth and have to move to like a podunk town and live in a motel. Interesting. Um, it's and if it's not the best comedy, it's not not The Office or Park and Rec or, mm-hmm. or even Malcolm in the Middle that I've reviewed here before. Um, but if you're looking for just a fun, goofy comedy that you can crank through four seasons just on your own time Shit's Creek on Netflix is actually pretty good and right. shout out to Tommy Osborne for recommending it oh wow okay yeah Tom coming through clutch Tom coming through <laughs> alrighty so there you go there's your Netflix recommendation for the week and that does it for episode 120 so uh, looks like this is it before Christmas so once Merry again Merry Christmas Derek Merry Christmas Merry fans Merry Christmas Steve Merry Christmas fans we hope you have a wonderful break a wonderful holiday season absolutely Hopefully we, unless you want a podcast on Christmas, Derek. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a Tuesday. On, you know, that's a great idea. I think on Christmas. No, I think not. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, pa- we'll skip next week. So uh, we'll see. We'll see you when we see you. But uh, happy holidays to everyone. Happy holidays and later days.